Podcast Universe, this is Gayish. The podcast known for its aggressive, if not controversial, stance on talking. We support it. We like it. <laughs> That's controversial? Yeah. It's... Well, for some people it is. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Everyone but us, listen, <laughs> and we're going to talk now. That's our position. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And today... We are going to talk about what you, the listeners, or at least... The ones in our Facebook Facebook group uh, voted on, which is superheroes. Superheroes. So thank you for all the ideas. Sorry to Dan Garlington that we are not talking about spilling wine on yourself. Although I could do that episode <laughs> in my Solo. sleep and it would last five hours because I have a lot to say about that. <laughs> Very good at it. I just like, just so we're clear. I mean, okay, my boyfriend Jack, who's who is your my boyfriend? boyfriend uh-huh. He was like oh, were you drinking wine today? And I was like, no. And like, then he pointed to a spill on my shirt. And I was like, uh, that's that's just been there. Yeah. It's gotten worse. Okay, but not anyway. We can not talk about that. He also said you were clumsy. You seemed incredulous about that. I, <laughs> I, I cannot be confined to operating in the standard <laughs> arenas in which human beings need to operate my limbs are birds that like to fly free as if uninhibited by the bounds of my body and you can take that to the bank stop looking at me and talk remember we support talking you have to be part of that oh god okay uh so but first but for oh wait what okay i'm gonna go first okay um because uh, we now have a Patreon page. We do have a Patreon page. It is surprisingly. People are giving us money. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> we we support it. <laughs> yeah. We wanted to. Um, it is not surprisingly. Patreon.com slash. I was about to say slash group slash gay. No, that's Facebook. Uh, Patreon.com slash gayish podcast. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we wanted to call out a couple people because that's one of the benefits. So thank you to Kean Hazen and Jerome York. Do you know how to say, are you sure it's Kian? You know, I looked up pronunciations online so that I could, it said that uh, C-I-A-N was pronounced Kian. So did we ask if we could say their names? I mean, that's part of the benefits. So I think if we, they, if they gave money and we were saying like, we'll say your name on the air. I feel like that's, that's part of the agreement. All right, thanks, Kian and Dave. <laughs> We're still barely working out a few of the kings. On, Kevin, Kian, Kian, and Jerome. Jerome. Yes, uh, those aren't the only ones that. Thank you for your money. Thank- <laughs> We're gonna have to get better at like <laughs> saying things. Expressing gratitude Thank is you not my strong suit. For giving us things, please keep doing it and tell more people to do it. And we had other people that supported it, but they don't get their fucking name said. Yeah. Because that's all the levels. Just like the... what? What's that guy's name? Just like society. <laughs> just Takes money just to like make money. Just like Mario. <laughs> levels. <laughs> Da-da-da-da-da-da. With that sound, <laughs> we've got news. Great. News? Yeah. News. 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 Okay, so recently a very terrible person was elected president of Brazil. 
Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say America. <laughs> well, Very recent. It's still in recent memory. It is. So, okay. It Brazil. Is. Yes. Although it feels like uh, he was elected a hundred years ago. Yeah. Like, this is the longest presidency in terms it's, of subjective passage of time. Yeah. Ever. Yep. A hundred percent. Okay. But tell us about other horrible things. Uh, uh, Jair Bolsonaro. Um, you did not look that up beforehand like I did with Kian, and I hope that's his name, so I'm going to keep saying that. I mean, I okay, I assume it's Jair. He's, I mean, it's Brazil, so it's Portuguese, so I assume a J is a huh sound. It's J-A-I-R, Jair, right? I know Spanish, which I don't think that all the pronunciation rules carry over. Spanish is great because letters are just what they sound like, and there's one sound, except sometimes you. This is this is the pronunciation podcast brought to you by Meek and Kelly. But <laughs> doesn't sometimes a D make a duh and sometimes it makes a the sound? Oh, that's like the diet. Like that's, you know, Argentinian versus Spain versus Mexico. You're a dialect. Anyway, <laughs> so this Bolsonaro cat was uh, elected president before he takes office, which he's widely known to be a right wing whack job crazy ass. Yeah, the world is doing pretty good at electing nationalist wackos. Yep. Uh, for instance, he said once, quote, yes, I'm homophobic and very proud of it. Well, at least sometimes we have, like, e- even Pence will, like, pretend he's cool with it. Right. Or at the very least, just shut up. Yeah. Or, like, email Adam Rippon or whatever. Anyway, there was a mass same-sex wedding in Brazil specifically scheduled for now before this dude becomes president. So 38 same-sex couples, 76 people got married in Sao Paulo a couple of days ago, Saturday. Although we're in the future now, we should be mindful of that. This is being recorded well before it airs. Yeah, so like it was a couple weeks ago or something. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, anyway. Mass wedding. Congratulations. Um... How do, whatever whatever Portuguese for good fucking job, kids. <laughs> whatever that is. Bueno trabajo de fucking. Yeah. That's Spanish. It's close, I know. They'll probably understand you, though, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's adorable. The pictures are adorable. They are just, like, sweet and happy and, like, they don't know that their lives are going to change to awful mm. <laughs> as soon as this dude takes office. Yeah, my favorite weddings are weddings born of terror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, next? Next. Next. Okay. Uh, do you know who Cory Booker is? No. Cory Booker is... Oh, is he that guy that like released those classified documents in the Senate thing? And then... He did do that. Okay. Yes. yes. I know one thing about him. Okay. He released classified documents <laughs> from the Senate. Which, like, ended up that, he, like, they had already approved him to release that, so he kind of made, like, a big political show out of it, which is kind of annoying. But well, anyway. Well, that is not helping the rumors that he is gay. Wait. <laughs> because he, he made a big show of it? Everyone's like, oh. You drama Drama. Queen. Yeah. No, gay. I mean, it, it, this actually has nothing to do with oh. what you're saying, but, like, I think it maybe lends credence to the idea that he's a drama queen hmm. uh, and, and therefore gay. He's single. He is uh, the junior senator from New Jersey and is single. And his entire political career has had to fight off this very strong bias against people who are single. I mean, you like you picture all the presidents have their first lady. You whenever you think of 
I mean, stereotypically men like standing in front giving a speech. Like his wife is there, like clapping behind the, the on the side of the stage. And... So we have elected single men president before. The most recent one was 1884, Grover Cleveland. Mm-hmm. So it's been a long time. It's not unprecedented, but it <laughs> unprecedented. <laughs> <laughs> but like you would think that. It's the worst thing in the world to be single. Yeah. You have to be Christian and you have to be married. Christian and married. To an opposite sex partner. And probably have kids. Yeah. To show that you're normal. I don't Get, know. Getting like, your fuck on. Yeah. Again. We like that, but you can't talk about it. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, so it, he had an interview with the Philadelphia Inquirer. They were talking about his possible 2020 presidential run hmm. and asked him about the rumors that he's gay. And he said, quote, I am heterosexual, period. He didn't say the period. The period is <laughs> the end of the Period. Period. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they've used that against him before. Like when he ran for mayor in uh, Newark, New Jersey, he actually lost the first time that he ran. And part of it was a smear campaign. Hmm. He also has been less definitive about it before. Like one time... Uh, he said to the Washington Post in 2013, he likes it when people think he's gay. Quote, <laughs> uh, people who think I'm gay, some part of me thinks it's wonderful because I want to challenge people on their homophobia. I love seeing on Twitter when someone says I'm gay and I say, quote, so what? It doesn't matter if I am. So be it. I hope you're not voting for me because you're making the presumption that I'm straight. Hmm. Which like. So he's cl- he's clearly gay. Right? No, I mean, I I read that as like a super or listened to. I didn't read that. Um, listened to that as like a very supportive. Uh, just why the fuck does it matter? OK, let's pretend I am. Does that change anything? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm trying to do better at just like not guessing anyone. Celebrities just if whatever they say, their gender orientation, pronouns, all that shit is. I'm going by that. Yep. So it's way less fun though. <laughs> Guessing. But, but it's so fun. Yeah. Do it in the privacy of your home or on the podcast or, uh, all, <laughs> or <laughs> the privacy of this podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. God, the fact that we live in a world where that disqualifies you from being in, in office is just, it. yeah. Like just the single part is enough to start rumors as if, there aren't single people all the fuck over. Okay. I'm going to. Yeah. Yeah. You can move on. Okay. That's what I felt like you were leading to, but then you felt like you had to acknowledge the last thing that I said. I mean, I don't have to, you don't have to, but you know, I'm going to edit a response in one way or another. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Good. Have we recorded enough that you could just make a whole episode out of shit that we've said before? Probably. Probably, but would I care enough to go back through and put those all together? No. Okay. It's too much time. Yeah. Sometimes I do think like, ah, shit, this doesn't make sense, or I something happened during this, so I need to find a clip of you saying no or yes or whatever, and then I'm like, yeah, I'll just do the one where my dog was throwing <laughs> up during it. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, it probably sounds more authentic that way. Yeah. Um. Okay. Moving on. So, on Saturday, a boxer named Patricio Manuel. Last Saturday now. Oh, God. Fucking, we're in the future again. I forgot. The the concept of podcast seemed to really confuse you for a podcast host. Hello. 
This is the future. This is the future when we're listening to this and you're, you are, we recorded not in the time that you're listening and also things are still terrible. (laughs) Merry Christmas. (laughs) I wasn't going to push that button until you started being lippy. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a threat? Yeah. Ooh, I like it. (laughs) I have buttons to push. (laughs) <laughs> like this one. Hey, everybody, I just muted Kyle's microphone. So now... Okay. <laughs> Dude, if I yell loudly, can you hear that I'm still he, here? He can't, he can't be heard, and it makes me happy. Okay, you're back. Okay, temporarily, temporarily. <laughs> regaining my talking privileges. Okay, super featherweight Mexican boxer Hugo Aguiar lost on Saturday to Patricio Manuel, which is important if only because Patricio is transgender. Um, a transgender boxer is the first transgender male boxer in U.S. history to fight professionally. Ooh, and and one and one, one professional boxing. Yes. Okay. Wow. Just no. No. The, the oh, first professional bout. Oh, okay. A trans male boxer has never boxed in U.S. professional boxing before. That happened on Saturday. Oh, uh, okay. And I- then he won. Okay, J- just a one time. Okay. Not as exciting as I thought, but still exciting. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think that boxing has just as much as any other professional sport, this huge homophobia built into it. Like it is not an LGBTQ friendly universe. Professional sports aren't. And, yeah. and, and boxing is like the most machismo exclusionary sport you could imagine. And so for there to be a trans dude to not only get to the level of their career that they could box but then to be successful at it i think it's pretty badass yeah you know how homophobic they are because usually large crowds of like screaming men turns me on Mm. but if i see them in boxing it scares me (laughs) i think they'd beat me up and not do the better things to me yeah for sure Yeah. yeah 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 um what there are lots of ideas that trans women competing in female leagues is unfair which mm. has, I've been reading some things that have like said kind of the, the opposite that that's not necessarily true. I need to do more reading on that. But to that to go the other way to have a trans man prove that he can win in a male sport, I think is really cool to help start to show that some of the gender lines are not rigorous as you know we think. Yeah, I mean I, the the fear is if 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 you are I don't want to say biologically. If you have a ding dong? No, well, okay, okay. So testosterone makes you stronger. It makes you faster. Right. It makes you stronger. That's just, that's, that's a fact that we can't change. And that, that's not yeah. transphobic to say that's just how biology works. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. So the concern with trans women is, okay, even if you get over all of the issues that trans people have to face about, like, are you really a woman or not? And is that okay in society or not? Blah, blah, blah. There's still this fact that you at least were until your transition hormonally male and getting the benefits of testosterone, which yeah. we drug test cis women for testosterone and then kick them out of whatever the sport is if if, if they're taking it. So unless there's a medical reason, like I think right. some people have medical reasons they need to take and some of those um yeah so the thing i read was the article is literally called send this to people who think that trans women shouldn't be able to compete (laughs) and it goes through it's kind of funny it goes through like once you start getting 
fuck, I, I don't know what you start getting to transition uh, to female estrogen, estrogen, like you get like your testosterone levels end up in a similar range yes. as cis women. And then it goes through these things of like, here are these trans women that have competed in sports. And like, it was like before when they were competing in the men's league, they, you know, fell about average when they transitioned, they were still about average now for the women. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's why like one article, like I need to keep reading and I think we probably maybe don't know as much as we should, but I'm just going to put it out there. It may not just be our ideas of just, Oh, you once had testosterone and well, I just had a thought that I, I just now recognized my own transphobia in what I was saying. My argument is not that different. Or what I'm what I'm questioning isn't that different from the Christian conservative bullshit position that that dude wanted to put on a dress so that he could mm. go to the bathroom with my daughter. Mm. Right? Like the idea is it just happened. That's really a man. Mm. There's a whole bunch of I'm this animated. <laughs> Throwing your mic around. Um that that's that's built into what I'm saying that like if you're if your transition has start I do know am I I'm drunk. <laughs> no, you're my, uh, so I think this is where things like asking questions I think is important because it would be understandable that that would be someone's initial just thought. But then we have to look to science to say like, is that true or not? And then actually, and use that. So, you know, this is something we should, you know, we should keep researching and then like maybe follow up with what, like multiple articles that can talk about this or scientific studies. So um, I'm just saying remain open to the science. And, but I think you're at the point where you're, you're not doing out of, out of like some belief that this is oh like God made them we, male yes. and female, Kyle. Exactly. Don't fuck with God's plan. <laughs> it's Adam and Eve, and we know about their genitals distinctly. <laughs> that was in gen- Genesis. I'm trying to make a pun on Genesis with genitals. Philippians three fourteen. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm done. Okay. I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff about like, it was hard to find somebody that would be willing to fight him because of transphobia. Like oh. a lot of people said, no, I won't fight him because he's trans and I don't want to lose to a girl was sort of the underlying oh, message there. Fuck. Um, and then, um, that the, the person that he, that he ended up fighting Aguiar, uh, said that he learned of Manuel's transition only two days before the fight, but that, that it was okay. It wasn't a problem for him. Quote, for me, it's very respectable. It doesn't change anything for me in the ring. He wants to win and I want to win too. Huh. That's awesome. Yeah. I always thought growing up, like hearing never hit a woman or never hurt a girl. Right. I was like, well, I don't, I don't really want to be hit either. <laughs> I, like yeah. this is that assumption that boys are going to just be boys and they're going to wrestle and, and hit each other and girls are delicate. And like, um, so I remember obviously female or presenting female in our society has a whole, I'm very privileged to be male, but that was, there are some of these things that I was like, I don't like getting hit and I don't want to fight anyone. Yeah. I'm very sensitive and emotional. <laughs> I don't like that. Um, do we want to talk about superheroes? Superheroes, superheroes. Okay, I'm nervous about this one. What? You're nervous about every fucking thing nowadays. I know it's kind of. I wish I my could. Thing. I wish I could mute you, but I'm too far away from the soundboard. Kyle, ha! <laughs> I, I now have 
<laughs> the only say, oh, I'm getting nervous. I don't like it. Turn it back on. Change change it back. Change it back. I mean, I can turn my mic on and okay. still not talk. Yeah, it's true. That you, Which you've done when you've gotten high <laughs> and just sat quietly and nodded. Um, okay. I know nothing about superheroes or comic books. Like, I've seen some movies. Oh. My ex-husband was way into them. Why do I think like, you're the, so nerdy then? What? So, like, nerddom, like, your nerd card is more like bingo. Like, you just have to have enough of the spaces covered to be mm. a nerd. So, I've got the computer game thing down, yeah. board, games board games down, Star Trek, yeah. Fantasy, Lord of the Rings, D&D. Dungeons and Dragons. Like, I've got, a, I've got more than enough dork points to have my nerd card firmly in hand. Okay. Just comics is not one of this them. This is your... Oh, this is interesting because there could be a whole other podcast called Nerdish. Because, like... Just because you know all about this doesn't mean you know everything about comics and superheroes. Right, right. Oh, my God. What if every subculture has their own stereotype that they don't hold up to and this is more applicable to just gay people? What if, Kyle? Nah, that's stupid. Sorry. (laughs) I take that back. That's silly. Um, Okay. So, oh, I should also add that our... Our Patreons, uh, once you contribute to a certain level, are going to get a bonus segment. Bonus. Bonus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't even... Um, Bonobus. You, you, you've not heard of that before? <laughs> no. Uh, if you haven't heard it. Uh, this is why all my jokes are funny, because just... There was an old joke a long before. time ago about, like, grab your ankles and say bonus. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's You don't have to know the rest of it. That's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it reminds me of this other old joke um, that there's only a punchline. Oh. Wrecked him. Damn near killed him. Yeah, you've said that enough to me that I think I'm wearing thin on the... I don't know that I think that's funny. It's goddamn funny. It's It's like that's what she said. Like, at a certain point... There's just shut up, Kyle. Okay, <laughs> this has been fun. So, if you want to hear us yell at each other for a little bit longer, <laughs> then yep. check out the Patreon levels and you get to hear what no one else hears. Yeah, when we take a break, we'll keep talking. Like we, well, we usually talk well, during like the break. We do. But, <laughs> but, but we'll, well, during we'll, our breaks, we're just silent. <laughs> we just stare at each other <laughs> until we're back on. But no. you'll, you'll get to hear that, and then you'll get to hear we're gonna during our breaks. We're gonna talk about some other segment thing to the topic so yeah um okay superheroes i superheroes oh i thought there was more to that song (laughs) what does a superhero mean what's what is a superhero kyle oh our listeners picked it maybe we should have asked them oh i i mean it's comic like superman and stuff it's comic book characters that have capes and do stuff that Okay. Other people can't do. How about Tony Stark and Batman, who don't have any magic powers or mutant powers? They're just really good at technology and have a lot of money. Um, are they still superheroes? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a it's a very inclusive word. <laughs> Anyone who really, in their heart, believes that they fit in that category. Oh, Kyle, you're my superhero. <gasps> okay. Well, I don't count. <laughs> I thought of doing something dumb like. Let's do a segment about where all superheroes deep down. And then I was like, that's stupid. I'm going to talk about comic books. <laughs> I want to take this opportunity of, when we're talking about superheroes to tell everyone about my dad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, my personal superhero and uh, not necessarily what you all thought you were getting into. Barf. <laughs> um, okay. Can I tell you about, oh, a couple other things that I thought were cool on uh, the poll. 
yeah that didn't make it were um polygamy was the second polyamory most, polyamory fuck polyamory and then another one that was not even close but i voted for was 2019 resolutions oh new year's Gay resolutions, resolutions. Yeah. so i might talk about that anyway but okay well i have an idea okay for our 100th episode that's coming up if people want to send in their ideas for new year's resolutions we'll we'll read them we'll talk about them okay cool well not only send in your questions but also send in your resolutions and your dreams i think I oh think, and your dreams because the the dream interpretation stuff people sent in a lot of of them that we didn't get to that i think are still good that we're going to talk about okay so we got we have so much in, in store for you 2019 is going to be a bing bang boom of a year bing bang boom I stand by it. Okay. I'm going to start. I want to have triplets and name them that. <laughs> they'll be, they'll all make a cereal together and be on the box. Yeah. Can you imagine if your name was Bing Johnson, <laughs> Bang Johnson, or Boom Johnson? I like Boom the best. Uh, boom would be hot. He'd be the hottest one. Boom Johnson. Yeah. When he was 18, boy, I would boom him. Okay. <laughs> We need to get get onto superheroes. Sorry. No, Sorry. I, well, no. Somebody made the mistake of saying that they liked how ADD we are. So I'm, oh, just, I'm not even trying you're to embracing control it. Ah, oh, shit. Okay. Um, don't compliment Mike, everyone. Okay, I'm going to tell you about goes right to my dick. The history of LGBT characters in comic books. Okay. Um, that's a thing. Yeah. I know it's a thing. I'm I'm playing dumb. Oh, 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 yes. Why, yes, it is. Sorry, I didn't catch on to... I just thought you were stupid. Okay. Um, so in... Or more of the rules that surrounded it. So in 1954... So things were terrible. Things weren't great. They weren't... What? I don't know anything about decades. Like, I suck at that. What was happening in the 50s, Mike? The Red Scare. That was just... Uh, mm. Senator McCarthy was rooting out communists that had taken over hollywood by calling them in front of the house un-american activities committee and yep. grilling them about their involvement with communist plots yep and then he stamped a big red x on everyone that he deemed to be red yep um and then edward r murrow took him down in a series of radio and television programs did he take him down to boom johnson that's yes. going to be my euphemism for sex now. <laughs> Boom Johnson. Okay. <laughs> we should really get into superheroes. Okay. So 50s, not great, uh, especially for gay people and maybe everyone uh, that wasn't white and evangelical. Okay. The, in 1954, they established the Comics Code of 1954, which is referred to the CCA because that's the comic code of america of america administration ad it's the cca <laughs> um so it was a way uh for the all the comic produce publishers to uh, establish and self-regulate because mm. people were already worried about comic books in general about you know that they may might be too violent or they were going to get shut down or not allowed to be sold so they decided to get together and my guess is they were just like well if we regulate ourselves then we won't have to face government regulation yeah idiot parents when we're talking about your idiot kids <laughs> It's not the video games. No. It's not the TV. It's not the comic books. Your kid is a terrible person because of you. <laughs> I, yeah, I have nothing to add to that. <laughs> um, so, 
Uh, this, I'm going to tie it all back in. This code was based on an earlier draft of a code that was largely unenforced uh, for comic books uh, created in 1948. And that code was modeled loosely after the 1930s Hollywood production code. The Hayes Code? Also known as the Hayes Code. We talked about that. We did. Yeah. We t- that's why I said to bring a background. We talked about that in an episode on X-rated movies. Yeah. And it's episode for... And you can go check it out. So we know the Hayes Code was not great for many I mean, the Hayes Code for that- movies said things like you can't, you can't say that a character is gay and have it be in a positive light. Yeah. And uh, it had to be coded. Yeah. 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 Is that why it's called coded? Interesting. The Hayes Code? Yeah. Is that why? No, I mean? like like if like like we said that uh uh what's his name in the Maltese Falcon? Um that he his the character was was coded gay. Like they never he never did anything gay on film. The, the character wasn't explicitly gay, but they made lots of like hidden jabs that told you that he was gay right like it was his voice it was his mannerisms it was the fact that he was the villain it was the like all right i'll shut up Uh, i think codes are just they're like kind of secret and have to be translated okay um so uh there are lots of really interesting things some of which have nothing to do with gay people what you seem like you want to say something i was trying not to burp oh (laughs) okay well just so you know that looks like you're trying to hold back something you're saying um, but so some of the things that this, uh, the comics code said is that you should never create sympathy for the criminal, uh, officials like policemen, uh, should never be presented in a way to disrespect authority. Uh, good should always triumph over evil. Don't reference physical afflictions or deformities. Sorry, professor X, you gotta walk or you're yeah. out. <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, so was what was was Professor X created after this was no longer a thing? That's a really interesting question, Mike. You should research that later. Okay, great. <laughs> you should, this is what I'm going to tell you. Every question you ask, I don't know. I'm going to assign to you to research, and we'll see how much you actually do. Okay. I mean, it didn't work in high school, and it's not going to work now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so getting to some of the gay ones, they, of course, never explicitly said, like, don't show a gay character or like limpress not in this okay um, look at what they're wearing pretty much they're all gay until proven otherwise oh okay this is same uh area of criticism one of the things not gay uh females shall be drawn realistically without exaggeration of any physical qualities yeah yeah that's how we see right. all female superheroes right although to be fair the star trek universe there's a lot of tits, <laughs> but they were they like like you can all find... sizes or n- n- no yes oh, okay all sizes big <laughs> okay <laughs> all large it, sizes both sizes huge and huge enormous <laughs> <laughs> um okay so to the gay stuff uh quote sexual abnormalities are unacceptable which I have to assume they meant gay in the fifties. They should emphasize the sanctity of marriage uh. and <laughs> and sexual pervert quote sexual perversion or any inference of same is strictly forbidden. Okay, wait. So sanctity of marriage at that time they weren't talking about gay marriage. They the, were talking about 
They like, actually said like divorce should not be uh, treated as desirable. Like mm-hmm. they they were demonizing divorce mm-hmm. and single people. Man, this is the single and people. And they totally suck. stopped divorce. And divorce <laughs> never happened among straight people again. Um, yeah, you're right. I mean, now I see that phrase and think of one man and one woman and anti-gay, but who knows if that's what they were trying to mean back then. Hmm. They updated the code in 1971. New things that were allowed, vampires, ghouls, and werewolves. Um, okay. These were originally prohibited. Uh, now they were allowed- Because they were unnatural? Um, uh, because they sucked? I don't know, because they were not interesting. <laughs> I, um, they were allowed because there was- um, historical like literature like Frankenstein, Dracula, uh, Edgar Allan Poe. Like uh, there are literary. There's a literary history of okay. a of of quality. Um, so uh, zombies were not allowed because there was no like significant literary history of them. So, so weird. They just uh, Marvel called them Zuvembies. Zuvembies. They had someone like resurrected from the dead or whatever the fuck just like jesus out and then they called them zuvembies zuvembies yeah i mean that makes sense just fucking make up yeah. a word if, if we're in this says, fake universe where literally anything is possible it's like on facebook if we can't say the word gay we'll just come up with another word <laughs> oh yeah we're still in our r- weird thing with facebook where we might not be allowed to advertise there because of gayness but uh, to be fair we're pretty gay that's true, but how gay is too gay for the Facebook advertising policies? I think we whatever it is, we're there. That's why I'm going to start a new website called Sit on My Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> it's real gay. Is it a a, a work of literature that's <laughs> going to be called Sit on My Face? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I like it. Coming yeah. soon to in 2022. Um so they weren't even allowed to do anything involving drugs, but um, Stanley was just like, no, I'm going to do it anyway. He There was this storyline where I think it was Spider-Man, or at least in a Spider-Man universe, a character was on drugs and they said no. And even though like it was depicting drugs as bad and to overcome them, they did not approve it because of these rules, the CCA rules. Uh, and Stanley said, quote, so I didn't even get mad at them. I said, screw it, and just took the code seal off for those three issues. Then we went back to the code again. Wow. Like, there's a little seal that, at that time, you could only, a lot of places would only accept um, comics that had this seal that said they went through the review and, you know, are cool and don't talk about divorce or whatever the fuck. That was so crazy. Yeah. Which so um awesome for Stanley. Um and then God rest his soul. Yes. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> He's only been dead like six weeks. Oh, so, okay. I mean he he probably still like a little bit looks like himself. Do you think he'll ever come back as a zum zumabee? Zum- Wait, what is it? Zumbies. Zumbies. <laughs> me i forget what it is okay um by the 2000s the new publishers i think okay i didn't realize it was this recent that shit started like being cool but then again all of this is more recent every time i like start looking into it than i expect so by the 2000s 
new comic book publishers didn't even join this organization. Maybe the A stands for association. Comic Code Association? Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's a group. Um, So new publishers didn't even join. So the stamp uh, stopped being like a deal breaker to getting the comic book sold. And I, my guess is like around that time, you know, when the internet started being a thing and people could just post whatever the fuck they want, I think it stopped. Like that's the the start of independent people can just do their own shit um, and don't have to be a part of this group to get their shit read. This is so random. I'm sorry. It's kind of a tangent, but like the internet started as this democratizing influence on our culture that anybody could say anything to anybody at any time about any subject. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. and it really did make it easy for people to express things that weren't necessarily okay with the patriarchy. Yeah. Okay. With the government. And it's interesting that now net neutrality is a thing because that directly ties to government ability to control what is said. Yeah. Yeah. It was no, that's, I think that's really related because all the, like the rules that I, when I read through it, like, feels like propaganda laws that are like we have to promote this idealist truth justice in the american way yeah ma- like mainstream american culture and values which at that time were like just the idea of um uh, which one was it of you you should never show sympathy for criminals like yeah okay well if the black population is over not overwhelmingly over indexed um more than other groups targeted by people and unfairly punished or whatever, then there's, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy of no one should feel bad for criminals. And now they can't get the real chance that they should have. Like it's uh, it. So it seemed yeah, to yeah. really be, yeah. Like built, like going to the patriarchy into white America, into married religion, even though it didn't say it like, Oh, there was a part of the code that was religious. And I just skipped that. Cause I don't care. Um, <laughs> But yeah, and so I do think that now, especially with the internet, I'm guessing, so a lot of this I'm bringing my own ideas into, which I guess this is my podcast, so fuck off. Um, I'm interested. Keep talking. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. That's the only reason we keep talking. I think it's because we interest each other. So I guess that's good most of the time. Um, so I think people can now bring new ideas to this arena. And that's why they had to get rid of those codes. And it's like, Oh, maybe not every single criminal is terrible because it's their fault. Maybe divorce isn't their fault. Maybe gay characters can exist. Like, um, I, I heart morally ambiguous antagonists. That's like (laughs) my jam. And the fact that that was explicitly not okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Always triumphs over evil. And, and the criminal will be punished for his misdeeds oh. required also. So th- if there were a comic book about the universe today, it couldn't be published. <laughs> <laughs> evil runs rampant. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Marvel started doing their own code. Uh, DC. I, I know I'm wading into territory. I don't understand, but from all the things I read, it seemed like Marvel led the pack and DC just followed whatever they did. Oh, is that a, 
I bet that sounds like something that we will get inadvertent hate mail about. I don't. I'm happy to get hate mail. I want hate mail so bad. Send it to Mike. I said it, but send it to Mike. Address it to Mike, please. I don't care. I don't know. I don't care. It just all the things were so Marvel put together their own code. DC later followed. That's all, all the shit was like, and then DC did it after. Yeah, it's um, like a Star Wars, Star Trek level schism that you're wading into, though, right? Like Marvel wait, versus DC, which one is better? Wait, who, which who, one? came first between star trek and star wars really no i know you can and the you next thing through this you can do this why would i it was it was I, star trek was first it was on television in the 60s why how would thinking help that i just don't know that yeah you do i don't know i don't <laughs> i really didn't know that okay great you didn't. You know that. Well, how would I know that? I don't know. Because it's a thing people know. Not this people. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> okay I'm almost You heard done. it here first. Kyle's not a person. <laughs> I'm just not that people. <laughs> okay. Last line I have. Okay, great. <laughs> and then you can talk and I can bother you. Oh, I don't want to. <laughs> um, the last comic that was still using this code was Archie. Oh, and I think they were like, basically like, we're not, I think the guy, someone involved with it was like, we're not going to stuff bodies into fridges anyway. So like, yeah, it really yeah. doesn't matter. So just a very specific example to give. <laughs> Check that guy's fridge. I'm just going <laughs> to put that out there. The day after they stopped and Archie <laughs> just turns into a psychopathic just, killer. killing everyone. <laughs> um, no, so they stopped. So that effectively stopped the use of the code just because no one was using it. And that was in January 2011. Hmm. Was that and a then fake? They got, hmm? No, no, no. Okay, you were actually interested and in that. And then they got a gay character, remember? Oh, I'll tell you more about that. Ooh. Because they actually got a gay character before that. They're not superheroes. Uh, yes, there there is a gay character that came before that. Not an Archie. Oh, Archie got a... Yeah. Oh, okay. I just thought you were alluding to a segment I'm going to do next, but... Okay. Um. Anyway, that's it. Okay, so Batman and Robin are gay, yeah? <laughs> I, I, I read that they invented Batgirl just to like try to be like, no, 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 they're together. Batman and Batgirl, it's cool. I think they didn't even think of this shit. Like you're saying like their outfits are tight and like I, I just don't think they knew <laughs> what they were getting themselves into. Well, okay, so... so your argument is they didn't know that they were being gay. They accidentally wrote them to be gay. Okay. So it's interesting. There's a panel. Uh, if you go to the Wikipedia article for LGBT uh, or homosexuality in the Batman franchise, there's an article on that. Oh, nice. And they have this panel that is is um, Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson. Did you know that Robin's real name is Dick Grayson? I did not. Yeah. Uh, so Bruce Wayne... Oh. I think Robin's gay, but I don't think with Batman. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, so, tell me about Dick. There's a panel with Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson waking up in the same bed together. Huh. And it says the, the, the intro says morning and it begins like any other routine morning in the lives of millionaire Bruce Wayne and his ward, Dick Grayson. So there, this happens every day. They wake up in the same bed. 
that's what that said. Uh, Bruce Wayne says, ah, oh, that was a good sleep. Come on, Dick. A cold shower, a big breakfast. And then Dick says, and then down to the Batcave to repair the Batmobile. I'm way ahead of you. Like, at least at the beginning, in the 50s, they slept in the same bed all the time. Isn't this back when, like, on TV shows, they couldn't even show, like, married couples sleeping in the same bed? Correct. (laughs) Correct. Okay, so. Is there, like, some kind of historical, like, did men just used to sometimes cuddle their friend and that was cool? Or, like. (laughs) I don't know. I just. By the time the 50s rolled around, I mean, we had TV and. I think the 70s was more you could cuddle with anyone you wanted because we were like, you're all on drugs wherever you pass out, whoever you're cuddling with. Just like, that's cool. So there's this there's this psychiatrist, psychologist, psychiatrist, psychologist, psych guy, (laughs) a guy in the field of brain medicine. Mm -hmm. Uh, He wrote a book called Seduction of the Innocent in 1954. So the early days of Batman, he said, quote, the Batman type of story. Oh, sorry. He was arguing why Batman should not be allowed to exist as a thing. Oh, great. Okay. Uh, Quote, the Batman type of story may stimulate children to homosexual fantasies of the nature of which Mm. they may be unconscious. And only someone ignorant of the fundamentals of psychiatry and of the psychopathology of sex can fail to realize a subtle atmosphere of homoeroticism which pervades the adventures of the mature Batman and his young friend, Robin. (laughs) So... I love an atmosphere of, what was it? An atmosphere of what? Homoeroticism. I love that. My, like, I'm going to open a bar called Atmosphere of Homoeroticism or something. Like, that just, that line, I I know he meant it to be a bad thing, but I'm just, I want to exist in that atmosphere. Yep. And I'm going to puncture the ozone layer with fossil fuels and just let that homoeroticism leak out into the rest of the world. Yep. Yep, I agree. I get political sometimes. Um, I also, I also think that we should open a bar called the Lavender Scare, which was <gasps> that's what they they they've called uh, the period in the middle of the 1950s about like homosexuality is bad and trying to demonize it as much as possible. Oh, okay. So maybe when they created this in the mid uh, the, that code in the mid 50s, yeah. maybe they were actually referring to the sanctity of marriage and man and a woman. Could be, except gays weren't. I mean, gays at that point were just. Like, can we not be considered a mental disorder? Was oh, like that was our number one issue. That's not like can they we weren't get married. Even, okay, but, that's fair. But, 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 um, yeah, extra but, but, um, two buts. Andy Medhurst wrote in 1991 in an essay called "Batman Deviance and Camp" that Batman is interesting to gay audience because quote he was one of the first fictional characters to be attacked on the grounds of his presumed homosexuality. Hmm. Um, he's one of the first. Wow. That's so interesting that like, I, I don't think of, I don't think of Batman as like a representation of gayness or like, uh, I mean, he, he was, yeah. I mean, other characters have been gay or even more explicitly gay in the history of, of things, but it's, it's that this is the first character that in a censorship kind of way, they tried to stop because of his mm. presumed homosexuality or perceived homosexuality. And he's single, like being a single guy in a mansion. Yeah. That must mean you're, if, if a lady doesn't marry you when you're a single rich guy, yeah, handsome, like you must, 
Yeah. And in that classic Greek model of pederasty, it has a much, much mm. younger man that mm-hmm. is hanging out with him and looks up to him and blows him. <laughs> looks know? up to him during blowjobs. <laughs> I now know vaguely what pederasty means because of this podcast. I'm glad that you've learned one thing from me. Kyle. I've learned <laughs> one thing. Yep. Uh, pederasty is the study of feet. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Batman loved Robin's feet. Also, in the the square, the comic square, right after the one where they wake up in bed, Robin is just licking Batman's feet. And he's like, Batman, I have to get you clean for the <laughs> You have a pederasty appointment later. <laughs> you must be clean. Okay. All right. Um, so do you remember Batman Forever? Uh, was that a movie? Yes, that so that was the '95 movie with George Clooney and no, with Chris O'Donnell. I don't. You don't. Oh, is Chris O'Donnell hot? The hot Robin. Oh, I just remember. I never. I don't think I ever saw that, but I just remember Hot Robin. So there were two movies that had them. It was '95 and '97, Batman Forever, and then Batman and Robin. Uh, the director was gay, hmm. Joel Schumacher, and I missed it at the time. I was late high school, early college for these movies. And I don't remember this being a thing, but apparently it was that there were a lot of homoerotic innuendos in those movies. Hmm. And many observers accused the director because he was gay of gaying it up. Oh, specifically (laughs) James Berardinelli, who's a real winner. He sounds like an asshole right away. (laughs) Questioned. He said, quote, there's too many random amounts of rubber nipples and camera ankle close-ups of the dynamic duo's butts and bat crotches. <laughs> bat crotches? <laughs> okay, never mind. It's going to be called bat crotches. That's the bar. <laughs> bat crotches? <laughs> well, it can, be, it can be next door to Atmosphere of Homoeroticism oh. and across the street from Lavender Scare. I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So Schumacher said, quote, I had no idea that putting nipples on the bat suit and Robin suit were going to spark international headlines. The bodies of the suits come from ancient Greek statues, which display perfect bodies. They are anatomically correct. I remember the nipples. Do you remember the nipples? I remember the body suits having nipples and being like, I'm into it. And it's scary because I don't know why my feelings are very confusing. Um, I This is interesting following our episode about nipples right. where you remember this and you say that your nipples are like a uh uh boner can't live without them um (laughs) i mean watch out for zebras that's what we remember um i i mean they will bite your nipples off they will literally (laughs) literally bite your nipples off (laughs) if you live in oklahoma um yeah i i that it feels vaguely familiar and maybe that's one of the contributing factors to me thinking robin was hot so hot robin played by chris o'donnell chris o'donnell said um quote it wasn't so much the nipples that bothered me it was the cod piece the press obviously played it up and made it a big deal especially with joel directing how big of a deal i didn't think twice about the controversy but going back and looking at seeing some of the pictures it was very unusual apparently they just had massive dongs in the, like i I don't remember that. I remember no. the nipples, but apparently I also thought like I never I always picture them just having like a metallic like whatever there like it doesn't represent your actual dick size cuz it's like is yeah, but if it's not like tight like form fitting. 
Right, right. But like if your codpiece has room for like three normal sized dicks, it definitely looks like it's excessive. My backdoor codpiece has room for three dicks. <laughs> no, backdoor codpiece is next door to, <laughs> to the Lavender, Lavender Scare. <laughs> so we've got a little group of four. Oh, there. oh I love it. Um and then um last thing that I'll say about Batman and Robin being gay, because they're super gay. <laughs> do you think wait, do Sorry, do you think they were intentionally created as coded gay? You asked me that, but I didn't ask you that. That's difficult to answer. I don't know. Just guess. I don't know. I think um so um they were created by who made them? I I want you to just your feeling, your instinct, it's not based on numbers or data or anything. Just what's your instinct tell you? No. Okay. But Prove it. Give me data. <laughs> They'd been around for a while. Uh-huh. Like I think that they went gay in the fifties, mm. uh, and Batman and Robin had been around longer than that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I think they like inadvertently were gay, and then like started to play that up in the future, or like capitalize on that, or whatever. Batman, Robin, Burton, Ernie, Thelma and Louise, Big Bird and Snuffleupagus. Huey Lewis and the news. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alvin and all the chipmunks. They're not brothers. <laughs> um, uh, George Clooney in, in George Clooney joked, quote, Joel Schumacher told me we never made another Batman film because Batman was gay. Hmm. And he said in 2006, he said in an interview with Barbara Walters that he was playing Batman as gay. Oh. Quote, I was in a rubber suit and I had rubber nipples. I could have played Batman straight, but I made him gay. Hmm. Barbara then asked, George, is Batman gay? To which he responded, no, but I made him gay. <laughs> <laughs> but now I want to watch those movies again and see if... And just like jerk off? I mean, I, well, I don't know. I don't, I don't think... I don't, <laughs> here's... Give me some hate mail about this. I don't think George Clooney is a particularly talented actor. Oh, I well. So I'm just interested to see if I can see any indication that he a was actually trying to play Batman as gay, and b what does that mean? I yeah, I think like it's interesting how care how actors can go like they can almost retcon the like right. the performance or, or and say what they want about how they were playing it. So who knows if that not saying he was lying, you know, but that's not enough. It's not right. enough to play or hint. Um, we've gotten enough of that and we need it to be stated or like, so we just need it to be obvious and not in a stereotypical, like, Oh, they're effeminate acting and all this stuff. Like we just need, we, I don't, I don't need anyone to, say, oh, no, no, I was playing him gay. Or even Ryan Reynolds, like, we know Deadpool uh, is Deadpool, yeah. bi, but that doesn't matter to me because that first, at least for the first movie, because that did not show up, you know? like yeah, yeah. So it it that's not good enough anymore. All right, I'm going to pee. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, do you... Can I talk about my stuff? Yes, talk about your stuff. Okay, my stuff... Boy, it's the the good stuff. It's the right stuff. It's it's all the stuff. Um, okay, actually, uh, before talking about uh, actual gay characters in comics, this isn't exactly superheroes, but I've bought one comic book in my life. Really? I don't know if that's true. 
maybe when I was a kid, I tried to impress people by caring, but there is a local, to, well, local to us, Seattle, uh, comic book person, uh, writer, he's a, he's a comic artist, artist. Yeah. A he, comicer. A comicer. Yeah. Comicor. Um, and he writes about the adventures of four characters in being gay in Capitol Hill, oh. Seattle, which is where I live. Um, so it's called the Capitol Hill Billies, and it's by Chris Lange. 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 Lang. Lang. Chris Lang. And so I think it's like very much up our alley of humor and like sexual things. Up our alley is going to be the alley between <laughs> Lavender crusades what was that called lavender scare lavender scare and whichever one we put next to it there's just gonna be up our alley up our alley (laughs) it's it's where you go for like waiting in line and hot dogs and Mm -hmm. hot dogs um (laughs) okay so talking about batman and how it's kind of gay is actually a good forward forward into preface no, I like I I like pretending that the things you say are just the foreword in the book that I'm telling. <laughs> so okay. you're just the like page or two before Great. that I included, so I could put like Mike Johnson said shit. Okay, yeah. Uh, the ambiguously gay duo, Ace and Gary. You remember them? Yes. Tell me what you remember about this cartoon. Um. Uh. So it's Ace and Gary, and they they wear blue suits and very tight. Very tight blue suits, and they're both jacked. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. but uh, one is taller than the other. I think Ace is the taller one. Oh wow, you're getting into specifics. Uh, they drive a penis car, uh-huh. and um, then all of the villains like can't do their villainhood stuff very well because they're all like, "Look how fucking gay they are! They are so gay!" And then they hit each other on the ass. And- yeah, I remember them. Uh, I, I remember seeing this growing up um, on SNL. Um, and That's Saturday Night Live for the uninitiated. <laughs> okay, not ever. I don't think any everyone knows when Star Trek started. I think everyone knows what SNL means. Oh, but we're international, so maybe it doesn't get to other countries. I shouldn't make this assumption. A sketch Anywho. comedy show on American television. Oh my god, this is going to take forever if we like give background on all the things. A costume <laughs> is an item you know. Um, yeah, so it was on uh, SNL's. Saturday TV Funhouse, which mocked sa- actual Saturday morning cartoons. Um, yeah. And yeah, the, they were just like the name of this sounds like the thing I most distinctly remember is like one would fly through the air and the other would ride him. Yeah. Like, you know, just yeah. picture it. And yeah. And yeah, it's what you think. They did this thing where like they would grab each other's ankles in like 69, but then they would like roll like a boulder and knock people down. <laughs> I don't remember that. It's um, I didn't remember this ace is played by Stephen colbert or voiced by Stephen colbert okay gary's voiced by steve carell really yeah that's awesome that's crazy right yeah um and i mean it's essentially making fun of batman yeah it's yeah, yeah, taking yeah. those things that i mean it sounds like we both think they were inadvertently put in there at first um and calling them out by having this duo that doesn't realize what they're doing is gay and everyone else is like dude like that's including the villains like that's gay um what do you think about those cartoons are they good or bad for lgbt people like are they making fun of us or are we can we laugh 
with that. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think, I think if I remember correctly, Ace and Gary never confirm or deny their own sexuality. I didn't. So it's. I didn't necessarily pour. I remember being very turned on as, <laughs> as, or as turned on as a child. They were hot. Or, they were. I mean, I already thought like, you know, I thought Robin was hot. Like I thought they were hot and I didn't get why them riding on their penis car or getting on top of each other to fly through the air was anyway, I was very, I was very interested in this part of SNL anyway, but yes, I, but, but I think part of the shtick was we don't actually know. It's the mm-hmm. tendency of all of the villains are looking at them and are distracted by, do they know how gay they are being mm-hmm. without them actually being gay or not? And when mm-hmm. I look at it through that lens, I think it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think it's hilarious. Even now that I'm out and gay and proud, I think it's still hilarious. Are but you I haven't... proud? Yeah. Like of yourself? Of your, uh, yourself as a person? A couple of times I've <laughs> taken it and been real proud. <laughs> Thank God I made it through that. Um, no, but, yeah, like, I, I, I think I would like to watch them again. I, it would yeah. be worth watching them again to see if any of my feelings have changed or how well it's aged, because a lot yeah. of stuff does not a age lo- well. I agree. And that was actually my initial thought of, ah, shit, like, this was actually really homophobic, that they were doing these things that were coded gay, and everyone was like, Jesus, they're gay. Like, But the more I thought about it, it was like the... It was like, who's the butt of the joke? Like the the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> that worked on. We've never had a joke that worked on two or more levels. <laughs> I think we're just pretty much one dimensional, but that worked on two levels. I love that. Okay. <laughs> so imagine what's going to be hidden behind that Patreon content. <laughs> um, okay. Um, I I the butt of the joke is not gay people. The butt of the joke is the innuendos contained in Batman and Robin. And they're making mm. fun of that. So I like it's not gay people that they're making fun of. And I didn't even think about what I think what you said is the same argument of like they're not saying they're gay or straight. It's that people are so distracted by that or can't even get over that or that they have to know. Yeah. Like, like part of yeah. part of the joke there is just society's intense desire to know yeah. when it's none of your goddamn business. Yeah. Um, and and shouldn't affect things that like if you have an evil plan to destroy the world, what does it matter if these two dudes are gay? Right? So, yeah, I I also agree that I should go back and look. I was trying to um just like read through the summary of one episode just to like get a sense of you know what what was the context what were they doing what were things that um and i couldn't even though i couldn't find that i did find something that i really liked on the big cartoon database okay. which is a website um i looked up i looked at the scan of the episode they have like 15 or 20 and i picked uh, the episode a hard one to swallow <laughs> because yeah you know, <laughs> I, it's me, Kyle. Um, and they didn't actually have a video there, which I was looking for. So I, but I got a lot of great gems. Like they had all these different sections and it was like a lot of great pearls, a, like, very gr- good pearls <laughs> flying Necklace everywhere. <laughs> um, uh, a hard one to swallow has not received enough votes to be rated. Um, do you love a hard one to swallow? <laughs> 
Sorry, we do not have a video of a hard one to swallow. <laughs> How many dicks up would you give it? <laughs> I didn't. I don't know yet. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because I didn't get to see it. Yeah. I'd give it three hard ones to swallow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's it's interesting that some of those can uh, maybe one of the reasons it aged okay from what I can think of is because it's not making fun of gay people. the The butt of the joke is not oh, they're gay, which is what current comedians are getting in trouble for of like, if the root of your joke is just they're two gay people, that's not funny. And that's just demonizing us. Yeah. So yeah. Stop taking our shit. Yeah. Stop <laughs> taking our shit. And that's our job. Stop. Gay. Ha ha ha. Stop taking our shit. Stop taking our shit. Oh, stealing our, okay. Stealing our jokes. We're gay. Gay. We can be gay and funny. <laughs> You have to keep being straight. You have to try harder. You have to try (laughs) how hard? (laughs) Okay. What do you got? Oh, I did have... (laughs) Did you forget that you also do things? (laughs) I'm on this podcast too. Great. Okay. Um, So I was going to talk about some of my favorite uh, gay characters and Hmm. romances and stuff. And um, I'm not going to do that now. Okay. There'll be time actually during the break conversation we have. Okay. Because I'm going to talk more about the first LGBT character and other LGBT characters. So you'll have time to weigh in on your favorite one. Okay. In which case, different tack then. Okay. What are your favorite superpowers? Oh boy. Like, do you watch, how, how avid of a fan are you? How much, how much like superhero type um, content have you put in your hole? (laughs) (laughs) I have the eye holes. Okay. (laughs) I have the superpower of being able to, to what's the superpower of like retracting very quickly. <laughs> Cause like, that's like legitimately. Okay. I've talked a lot about my tiny butthole, mm-hmm. but people are surprised. Like if it, if it hangs out just for like even 30 minutes, you're like, how do you, how are you not, we have to go, we have to start at the beginning. Mm. Yeah. So quick retraction, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very popular storm had that too. Um, I, um, I, quick retraction. This podcast has that because most of this should be retracted. <laughs> okay. Um, I very surface level. I've seen like the X-Men movies and thought they were really good. Um, I am attracted to Gambit. I, I played, oh, there was an X-Men video game growing up that was really good. Yeah. You could pick a different character and like including like beast and he could hang onto the wall, like the ceiling. Do you remember that? No, no, okay. no, no. What, I, but, what platform was it on? Do you, you remember? Know, it was, um, so like video game, like where you had a cartridge and you played it. Sega, I don't remember. Nintendo, uh, we were a Nintendo family. Nintendo. Okay. We didn't have any Segas. Okay. Um, so like probably like Nintendo or N64 or something like that. My question was, what's your favorite superpower? Oh, wait, no, you asked me how involved and to my credit. Right. Yeah. Um, I gave you enough time to answer that. You failed. (laughs) Back to the original question. (laughs) I think I did okay. I think I passed. Um, I don't think I have one. I don't know. I always think people that can float shit. I feel like that's kind of... Telekinesis? Yeah. Okay. I, I feel like that's kind of the, like, overwhelming, like, you can kind of do a lot, like, a whole lot of shit... When you have that, or actually, like controlling someone else's mind. Okay, is what's that tele? What's that one called? Telepathy, but that's not. That's just reading somebody else's mind, controlling oh. them. 
mind control. It's mind control. Mm. Yeah. I mean, like... That's yeah. interesting. Okay, so I, I, was, I was hoping that a couple of these things would come up. I definitely have sexual feelings about some superpowers. Oh, okay. Like recurring masturbatory fantasies about superpowers. To and I, Currently? What, yeah. Okay. I read a lot of erotic fiction, and a lot of it has like, got sci-fi fantasy overtones to it. Anyway, mind control is this weird... Like, it's a consent problem. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, that is... If you mind control somebody into banging you, that's fucking rape. Yeah. Right? See Jessica Jones on Netflix. Oh, I love Jessica Jones on Netflix. So that's something I'll say. But yeah, like that that thing happens where he controls her and makes her be with him. And, and then it's like the story of an ex-lover that it, abused her. And, in the first season, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so horrible. But it's... It's weird that like... So the mind control thing is something you enjoy but like it wouldn't be something in real life that like because of the huge issues with it there's a distinction what i'm trying to get at and not doing a good job of bridging the gap between sexuality and everything is <laughs> is like there are things you can be interested in there are fantasies that are sometimes fun to think about but in reality might be terrible and i don't know if that's okay yeah yeah i don't know do you like I guess do you feel weird about that? So mind control is not at the top of my list. I just definitely oh. have had like oh, okay. I've I've definitely thought about that. Yeah. And what's at the top of your list? Uh okay. Um that toad with a really long tongue? Uh, n- uh like <laughs> shape shifting, like being able to like become oh. somebody else to wear somebody else's facade yeah. is is really compelling to me. What's the like, like what's the fantasy then involved in like how does that play out? Um, Do you want to? Get, you don't have to get into this. Yeah, that's great. Okay, that's gayish, right? That's gayish. Uh, um, <laughs> You're feeling uncomfortable, so we're going to dive in. Like, um, I'm sort of sexually attracted to extremes anyway. Like crazy tall people, or like like mm. really short people, or mm. like super jacked, or really wayfish. Like I, I like I, I, all about extreme giant dicks. Like I'm, yeah. I, there's a thing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so there's this this common fantasy or thought about like showing up at fetish night at cc's in different extreme forms Hmm. to see how people react to that Hmm. and the ones that always come to mind like freakishly tall like Hmm. i have this one where i like i show up and i'm like seven feet tall and i try to imagine what it would be like to like tower over everybody by that much Mm -hmm. and like how exposing that must feel Hmm. but in a a way that like the attention would be fun. Yeah. And, and, but then other variations on that same kind of thing, like, Oh, what if I, what if I could be a, a four foot 11 bodybuilder? That would be kind of fun. Huh. Like, yeah. Where do you think those come from? Deep insecurities about not liking who I am. So I want to be someone different so that I can be wanted. I mean, that's what I assumed, but I didn't <laughs> want to be, I didn't want to be the one to say it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you really think that's it? Like, oh yeah, I know, I know, I'm fucked up. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm perfectly comfortable uh, owning it. Oh. Also, also, <laughs> uh-huh. Mr. Fantastic. Is he the the one kid stretch? The rubber guy. I find that really hot. I mean, what part about it? <laughs> is it that his anus just can be a whatever you 
you can just like fuck them like you can fuck an eraser. Yeah. Hmm. Or <laughs> or Gumby. Or yeah. <laughs> or like get a really really good hug because you can put his arms around you like eight times. Okay. I was talking about having sex with Gumby and you just made it sweet by saying he would hug you more than once. That's adorable. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> um, no, it's interesting that like, or one where I could eat people. That's vor. That's a whole thing. It, but like, okay, I, you've mentioned that before. I don't totally get it. It's a literal consumption of a person as an expression of sexual desire for them. Um, and why, what, like, what about eating a person? Do you eat, do you cook I don't them? Know. It do you eat them in pieces? Do you eat them whole? Um, you, are well, you the eater or the eaty? I want to be clear. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, because I'm feeling very vulnerable right now that this is not a common thing mm. and it used to be, uh, much more common. So mm. like, it's not something that I've thought for about you. really for me for yeah. a really long time. Mm. But the, the couple of times that I had thought about it, it was a shape shifty kind of a fantasy where mm. I like would turn into a l- large animal and eat someone. Mm. Um, and it was about power and dominance and destruction and consumption. And, oh, I mean, um, I was with you until consumption power dominance. Like I can see those. And then you get to the consumption. I'm like, well, okay, I can like, I, I can, I can, Start to almost understand it when you describe it like that. Okay. Huh. I don't really get it either. It's kind of weird. It, I mean, it, <laughs> you don't, it yeah. did it for me the, the times that I... Yeah. That popped up. Yeah. Like, hey, everyone, try eating someone. It's a, <laughs> just see if it does it for you. Invisibility. Mm. To be able to turn invisible and, like, follow somebody around and see mm. what they do in their private life and watch them get naked and, like, watch who they fuck, like... Mm. I have a very strong voyeuristic streak anyway, and that is like the ultimate voyeur's journey. Dream. Right? Dream. Dream power. Power. Is, yeah. Huh. Um, have you ever thought about that? I guess so, yeah. You, look, you keep looking at me in a very supportive and understanding kind of way, <laughs> but that says either, Mike, you're fucked up, or Mike, you this, this is not connecting with me at all. I'm having a hard time understanding. It's not that uh, you're, I don't think you're fucked up. I support you. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I support all of these types of things. I guess, yeah, like that has never been my, I think the only times I've dreamt, dreamt, like thought about in a sexual way, anything that could be close to like a mutant power kind of thing is, mm-hmm. yeah, like being someone else, like maybe the sh- shape shifting thing. And, and usually it's like being a woman or being someone else that's hot or, um, yeah. There's this one where I go back in time to my fraternity house Oh. And I turn into the chick that they want to bang. Oh, damn, that's sexy. Yeah. 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 I'm into that. Yeah, but I guess I mean I've I I think I've had like comics don't and superheroes didn't happen to me in that way. They happened to me in that I saw them and were like, they have tight clothes and I can see their bodies and that's hot, but that's kind of the end of it for me. Okay. Okay, one last thing. Okay. Do you think mutants are an allegory for gay people? Yes. Great. Good segment. Next. All right. <laughs> Let's take it. No. Um, I think, uh, for me, I think this is something that was not intentional. And seeing that comics code they put into place says that, I, like, I do not think they were intending for mutants to represent sexual minorities. Mm. 
I don't, I, in fact, I think they were trying to actively steer away from that. So a variation on your question. Yeah. Is it gay people specifically, or do they just represent marginalized people regardless of what stripe? Well, uh, great point. I think there are, um, yes, they definitely represent marginalized people. (laughs) Um, I have to throw you a bone, a metaphorical bone every now and then. Um, I'll turn into a rabbit and eat it two rabbits never mind we're not gonna overanalyze this all right um but there are some specific things that speak to lgbt people so i'll tell you a few of them because you know i i feel like they do connect with lgbt people in a very specific way that they may not with other marginalized groups and reading this list there are even things i didn't think of so this is from a comics alliance.com article by andrew wheeler which is from 2014 it's a three-part series i'm not gonna don't worry okay so some of the things you can be a mutant born to non-mutant parents so your family is not necessarily in the same marginalized community as you are they have to come out to your family as being a mutant and like and that can go really poorly like you kind of find it out you have to figure it out your own no son of mine is going to be a mutant. And then you get kicked out. Like this is, I mean, so of the things I've seen, I know superhero buffs will scoff at this. Like, so in the first X-Men movie, it's mm-hmm. my reference base. Like rogue finds it out through kissing a boy. Like oh, yeah. it's a, a, a sexual interaction that makes her figure it out. And then she leaves home. So uh, being homeless or leaving home, uh, finding other people at, university or like or school which is the author mentioned like okay like that's where i first learned that there are other gay people and i think in the past has been like once you start going to either another city different than yours or you know going to college that's where you find other gay people yeah there are uh, you start to form your own family storm apparently refers to the other x-men as her brothers and sisters so it's kind of that chosen family and it also has specific references to voguing, which of course was African-American queer people started the uh, voguing and, and they used to be long to houses and also take on new four names, which is the opposite of a surname. Okay. I didn't know that. Anyway, they take on new names. Mm-hmm. They belong to a house or a group and they wear like these new lavish outfits. Like a lot of that can be seen with the drag queens in in voguing and uh what else society doesn't like them government tries to crack down on them that like one Magneto. x-men movie i figure which I, fi- I forget which one it is there was the whole like recruiting thing there was that substance that could make a person who wasn't a mutant into a mutant oh and... yeah yeah there was the like that was in the first x-men movie where they like gave that dude the whatever serum to try to turn him into a mutant and he just turned into a blob it didn't work it didn't work Spo- sorry spoil spoiler alert yeah he turned into a blob yeah yeah i th- i think like we said before i think <gasps> what they tried to make him gay and it didn't work because you can't change a person's sexual orientation i can't be changed i can't be tamed that's miley cyrus one of her better songs anyway i think this is another thing that accidentally happened through the creation of this and then they kind of leaned on and and played up later when they were like oh fuck those people like that thing yeah yeah i mean i think nerds are kind of marginalized anyway gay or not yeah 
And I yeah. think that they're more accepting of gay people than non-nerds. Like, I, I I think about, like, my lunch table in high school was all, like, dorks and gays, and mm-hmm. some of us that turned out to be both. Um, <laughs> you think people are more accepting of gay people than nerds? Is that what you're saying? No. Oh. I think that nerds are already sort of marginalized on the outside and tend to be smarter mm-hmm. and are less likely to reject people because of their sexual orientation. Oh. Like, they have a bigger tent. Mm, gotcha. So, like... There was already people creating these were nerds and writers and artists and whatever, and they already felt like they were on the outskirts of society, and so it's natural that it fed into another group that was similar to that, like yeah. LGBT people. I, that... so- I sound smart when you say it. <laughs> Is that what you mean? Yes. yes or no? Okay, great. Now do we take a break? Yeah. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Break that chain with your super strength. <laughs> Turned on now. <laughs> this is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It sure is. Hey, Mike. Hey, Kyle. What would you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Okay, we talked about this the last time we recorded an ad, and I said I thought I would do cooking. Uh huh. I actually did. I talked to my therapist and she was like, what would you do for an extra hour? And I said I would cook. And so I did. And this weekend on Saturday, I made a recipe I'd never made before. It was French onion mac and cheese and it was delicious. Well, if you want to improve your mental health, be a podcaster and record an ad about mental health. Yeah. <laughs> if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Visit BetterHelp.com slash gayish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash gayish. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash gayish. French onion mac and cheese, that's what makes me happy. Yum. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. Do you remember when prep came out and it was a game changer? Oh my god, biggest news. We were all excited to get our hands on it. Well, it's happening again. (laughs) It is. Imagine a world where STIs are no more. Doxypep is what we're talking about, everybody. You can get Doxypep from Shameless Care, and Doxypep has been proven to be up to 90% effective at stopping STIs like chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis. It's just like prep was for HIV, but now for all of those other things too. And where can you get this? You can get it from Shameless Care as a top telemedicine provider with board certified physicians across 50 states. They have a mission of making DoxyPep accessible and affordable. Answer some medical questions on the website and one of their physicians will prescribe DoxyPep to you. Viola is shipped straight to your door in discreet (laughs) packaging. And DoxyPep at Shameless Care is crazy affordable, just $109 a year. That covers the online evaluation, the medication, and the shipping. So if you're ready to rewrite your story and discover the joy of carefree intimacy, visit shamelesscare.com slash gayish to take control of your sexual health. That is shamelesscare.com slash gayish. Your liberation is waiting. Be sure to use lube. <laughs> Are, are we back? <laughs> Wait, is that how we're doing? Okay. I don't know. Yeah, we're, we can be back. We're back. <laughs> we're back. Do you know what gay straight is? Yeah, I do. 
We're going to do our gays and straightest, but first. But first. Our website is gayishpodcast.com. Our, all the social media is at gayishpodcast, including Twitter, uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. And you can join our group at facebook.com slash group slash gayishpodcast. Although we're kind of angry at Facebook right now, so I don't know if we're... Anyway. Our hotline is 5855-GAYISH. You can leave us a text message or voicemail. Look, send us a text message. Leave us a voicemail. Fuck my ass. 5855-GAYISH. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rates apply. Our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com. And as we've beat you over the head with this episode, we have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash gayishpodcast. Yeah. So Put if- your money where your mouth is, bitches. <laughs> Put your money where your ears are? Put your money where my mouth is. <laughs> Take the money from your ears <laughs> and put it into our mouths. No, but if if people do that, you're awesome. But, you know, uh, there are always free ways to support us, which are telling a friend or rating and reviewing. Uh, and and just, by, just by listening, you have changed the course of history, probably. Um, 100th episode coming up. Oh, my God. We're gonna it's be the, literally the next one. A hundred episodes. Yes. Next episode, we're going to be drunk. We're going to be drunk. <laughs> it's the new year. Drunker than usual. Um, and apparently we want your questions. Yes. But also your dreams and yes. your goals. Your dreams and your dreams. We also had people, like people have sent in, sent in things that they're just like, this is for your hundredth episode. Great job, guys. Oh. Like, that's oh. not a question. That's not, yeah. But thank you. But thank, yeah. So if you want to just send in a Send in all the things. Send, send in stuff to, to our inbox. Yep. Uh, There's time between now and when this airs for me to say whether you should include this or not. Mm-hmm. So maybe you'll cut this, maybe you won't, or maybe I'll tell you yes or no, whatever. Okay. We're going to live stream our 100th episode. Ooh. So people can play along if they want to but which we'll have to tell them that you can't because don't do it nobody should do what we're gonna do oh we're but we haven't even told them what we're gonna do right are we gonna do that really i don't know drinking but we're gonna live stream the 100th i think that's a good idea okay great all right well we're we're live streaming so look out in the facebook page and group and twitter and stuff for how to find that because we haven't, clearly haven't figured out the details of it, given I didn't really... But no, I like that idea. I think, yeah. And then whichever way we choose, then people can like kind of participate and ask questions there or you know, make comments in real time, which I always get distracted. Uh, you'll have to do that because I always get distracted when... Chris Bowl is moderating. Oh, we're going to have like help from assistants. From the wine episode, Chris Bowl is going to ask the questions and relay to it's- us your messages and... Fucking Dan is going to pour the beers. It's going to be great. Oh, wow. This is a whole like shindig. Yeah. I'm excited about this. Yeah, me too. I've just felt mediocre before. I'm now so I'm excited. excited. I'm so, you're just, you, I, <laughs> you're like Jesse and Saved by the Bell. I'm so <laughs> excited and I'm so scared. <laughs> Should we do our gays and straightest? <laughs> Let's do our gays and straightest. Um, I was about to say, but first, that's because, um, okay. I'll go first. Okay. My gayest thing is I have been avoiding going to my doctor, oh. uh, which I feel this goes to the... Your brain doctor, your butt doctor, your other everything else doctor. Um, yeah. Yes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of the above. Wait, did I say gayest or straightest? Gayest. Yeah, that's not it. I wrote down two straight things. Okay. Well, I'm doing two straight things then. 
Okay. Um, my straightest Which and my straightest. Is the gayest thing of all. <laughs> I'm doing two straightest. Oh, my dream gayest. Um, I wrote, I don't know why I wrote next to gayest. I, there's a straight stereotype. Like straight guys are just too tough to like. Ever go to the fun. doctor. Yeah. Like I needed to see a doctor about like a specific like uh, issue I had with my leg. And by mm. the end I was like, I feel mostly feel better. So it's fine. So I just stopped. <laughs> and yeah, I haven't gone back to my like regular doctor and I've, I've been good about my, like I've scheduled my therapy. I've scheduled my med medicine doctor, the one that gives me the pills. Mm-hmm. So that's one straight thing about me. Mm-hmm. Another straight thing about me mm-hmm. is just recently my uh, boyfriend, Jack. Jack, Who you know, your boyfriend? You may know him as Jack, my boyfriend. Um, he helped me buy jeans, and I feel like your boyfriend or your your person like helping you shop is something that like straight dudes are like, oh, like yeah, my girlfriend got me these, and I just like I don't know, I put them on, that's fine. So yeah, I they're I really like them. I'll wear them sometime. Wow. Yeah. You already own jeans. Oh, no. I threw a pair of jeans that I had to throw away. My only like pair of blue jeans I had to throw away because you and I have the same problem of the crotch always gets torn out. Pro- mm. I mean, mine is probably like my thighs just there's friction in my crotch that one can't deny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it just and I actually wore them long after I should have. And by the time I was like, you might be able to start seeing this hole from the back. I just. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely wear them with holes in my crotch, yep. uh, hoping that just nobody is looking up in my taint. <laughs> well, like that happens all the time. Like if I threw away any pair of jeans when they started to get a hole in the crotch, yeah. at some point you got to embrace the hole. Yeah. Um, what about you? <laughs> <clears throat> uh, so the straightest thing about me this week, uh, I saw a meme go by my Facebook. I think it was Facebook thread. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Feed. Mm-hmm. Facebook wall. Feed. No, feed. wall. Oh, Mike. That's my space. No, wall was back in the back in the day. You had a wall. Okay, great. Anyway, anyway, there was this meme that went by it, and it was like a whole bunch of people, and it said, fuck, Mary kill, and all of them, and I was like, I don't know any of these people. I mm-hmm. have no opinions. I'm not participating. <laughs> um, they're all the people from RuPaul's Drag Race this oh. season, <laughs> <laughs> just not in drag in, yeah. with their names, under, and like, just... I had no zero clue yeah. whatsoever. I would be the same. I yeah, I don't watch. Although uh, when I was in San Francisco, I went to this bar and I was like, "Why the fuck is it so goddamn crowded here?" So then I kept going. The next bar, fucking crowded as fuck. The next bar, also very crowded, but there's a seat at the bar. So I went in there and I sat at the bar. RuPaul's Drag Race was on. They were all watching it. As soon as it was over, Ghost Town. Everybody left. (laughs) I went back to the bar that I started at. Ghost Town. Nobody was there. So, like, RuPaul, apparently, in San Francisco, anyway, can almost fill three bars of queers. (laughs) But just for, like, an hour. Until it's over. And then we all are like, all right. Uh, And the gayest thing about me this week was uh, last night, um, Derek, our friend Derek the Mormon, came over. And uh, he wanted to buy my sh- borrow my shiny pants and my heels oh. for a go-go routine that he's doing. And it was just <laughs> this, just, I think, lending clothes to each other, especially when they're sparkly. Yeah. Is... Oh, like, <laughs> hey, I saw those shiny pants you had. Can I borrow those? Yes. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Those are good pants. I like those. Thank you. Yeah. My ass is gigantic in them. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's it. This has been Gayish. A special thank you, as always, to Charlie Finn for the use of our theme music. And thank you to all of the superheroes that listen to our podcast. 
<laughs> no, that's too dumb. I'm not, <laughs> uh, and thank you to Gambit for being the object of my sexual fantasies from 1994 to present. Thank you to George Clooney and Chris O'Donnell for your rubber nipples. For your nipples. On your suits. <laughs> okay. Okay. Great. And thank you to our Patreon people. Oh, right. Thank you for subscribing. Yeah, we appreciate you. Subscribing? Paying us. Thank you for paying us. Thank you, <laughs> thank you for Pressing your patronage. the pay bun- <laughs> money button. <laughs> Great. <laughs> this has been Gayish. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. See you next week. See you next week. Happy New Year. Oh, and it's New Year. And happy almost 2019. Fly into the sky. Like a pie. You guy. Only for bye. Goodbye. And by the way, (laughs) do you hear what your words bring?